0: How much time until we're on? Get
1: on, Ron! What? We're on the air right now.
2: Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening, I'm on Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight The award winning seven seat Kia Sento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yes, it
3: certainly is, and welcome to Sports Day, coming to you live from Suncorp Stadium. Jason Matthews and Matt Rogers here tonight, and hello to our listeners through the Super Super Radio Network, SEN 1620 on the Goldie, our SEN track stations throughout Queensland and New South Wales. Those listening on SEN Fanatic on DAB Plus, and those listening through the SEN app. Hello and welcome to you. It is a special round. Round 12 of the NRL kicks off tonight at Suncorp Stadium. Of course, we are kicking off Indigenous Round. Mm. Matty Rogers, welcome to Sports Day.
4: Um, you know, sitting in this stadium right now and watching the performers rehearse, this is going to be a fantastic night. Mm. I, I'm really excited. I, I get chills, uh, you know, having our chat uh, this week with Shaq Mitchell and, what you know, understanding what Indigenous Round means to him and his people. Uh, you know, I think the NRL have done a great job uh, this week in promoting it. I saw a promotion with, um, I think it was Solid Rock,
3: Channel Nine, NRL yeah, on yeah, Nine. Yeah. How good
4: was that? That that, that gave me chills, but made me really emotional watching yeah. that. Just yeah, yeah and just what, what a what a talent pool we've had come through the NRL. The, the, our, our Indigenous stars. Um, yeah, I just can't wait for tonight's game.
3: Of course, Suncorp Stadium, home of the Uguera and Turbo Peoples, a crowd of thirty-two thousand expected tonight for this clash between the Broncos and the Panthers. We'll talk about that soon. Thanks to Reem and Geez, we're looking forward to some uh, key matchups t- tonight. Oh, hey, yeah, on TikTok, beauties. make sure you have it, check us out on TikTok Sports Day SCN, Instagram SCNQ, Twitter Sports Day New South Wales, and Podcast Sports Day New South Wales as well. Rats on the show tonight, you and. Um, you and Sass, before he got sick, uh, had the mm. chance to catch up. And by the way, commiserations on your fourth day oh. of working in a row.
4: I've got to drive home after this. I hope I make it. <laughs>
3: I be, you know, you know, got to work Saturday with. I know Saturday it's as five well.
4: days in one week. You'll be okay. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm asking for a raise. Uh, <laughs>
3: please, you can't possibly squeeze more uh, <laughs> out of this. Hey, I, I noticed today though you were busy in the office while I'm on a conference call. You're whacking golf balls around the office. Oh,
4: uh, they, they told me that I had a record in the SEM Brisbane office about it's like this little putt putt course they set up, and as soon as they said there was a record, I was like, right, how'd you go? I made. I, I had to two putt from about eight feet to beat the record and I missed it. Yeah. The carpet, it's not, it's, no, ho- it's its horrible. It's not horrible carpet. For no, smart. no, no. The carpet, but it's like, it's not flat. But you're used to a shag pile. There's definitely lean on that carpet. There is. And I couldn't read that break, and I just, yeah. And it. it all depends it's on right. the speed that you're going. Yeah, too yeah, soft and yeah. it goes too far yeah, to the exactly. left. I, it's I, tough, I, I tough understand. Going. These
3: are the things you have to Work on when you're mm. in the SEN Queensland office. Uh, tonight's show, uh, Dolphins assistant Christian Wolf will be joining uh, the show. As I said, you and you and uh, Sats caught up with him earlier in the week. We'll do our Thursday night preview thanks to Reem. And Chris Nelson's got some tips uh, this weekend from Racing Queens. And I'm, I'm happy to hear that one of the horses that I like. One um, of your
4: boom horses.
3: One of my. For those who don't know, I, I follow every boom horse, mm. I love them. Prince of Boom's one of my favourites.
4: Mm, was and horrible. Spirit of Boom. All right, okay. Go, well, you got Golden Boom this week.
3: Golden Boom. That thing, if I was the jockey, would still win by 10 lengths.
4: Mate, if yeah. it was carrying no, hey. my weight. Hey. hey, 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 hey. Mate, that's how good it it's is. It's not that good. No, it is. <laughs> We're, that horse and I could stop. You'd turn it into a Shetland pony if you sat on the back of it.
3: It's still win. It's the fastest Shetland pony I've ever seen. It and I, the horse, he and I, we could stop halfway in the middle of the straight, enjoy a kebab, feed each other, and then still win the race. That's how bloody good well, this we'll horse see. is.
4: It's shortened right up too. I know,
3: I know. Josh Papa Lee, what about this news today, mm. uh, Rat? He's announced his Origin retirement to focus on club footy and allow the next generation of Queensland front rails to come through. And boy, there are some rippers coming through. Queensland, he represented 23 times. Um, it's an amazing career. As a New South Wales supporter, I'm a little bit happy about this because he just fronts up for Origin year in and year out.
4: Yeah, there were some people, you know, leaving properly out of their Queensland side you know some you know some people predicting the Queensland side some people leaving him out this year and um I I hadn't left him out of my side that's for sure you know he's just an enforcer and he and he just rises to the occasion during state of origin but I'll tell you I um uh, you know I look at the, the depth of that we have in our middles in Queensland uh you know it's impressive and you were thinking look someone's gonna have to miss out well He's probably made it a little bit easier for the selectors. Yeah, he probably. has. And what? What a servant for Queensland. Ah, what a servant for Australia. rugby league. For rugby league, just. Yeah. Uh, well, he's not. He's not. No, no, dead. no. I know. He's, but just, he's still playing for the Raiders. No, what a great, uh, so, you know, great player. And just, you know, just, yeah. some of the tries, he's, he's just a. Yep. He finds a line. He scores tries. He chases yep. down halfbacks. Yep. There's nothing but, he can't no, do. No.
3: How many times at training do you reckon he mentions that to Oh mate well I reckon it'd it definitely
4: definitely be a running joke. Hey remember that
3: time I I ran yeah, you yeah, down yeah. when yeah. you nearly won the game for the for the Titans. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd be doing it at least four times at mm. training. Mate well done Josh Papalii uh again will this um do you think this will extend his NRL career if he doesn't play Orange? Absolutely. Well yeah. but by a year or two or
4: um, what what playing Origin does is 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 not just the physical toll it takes on your body, but the mental toll too. Like the the emotional you know high of playing Origin, and then you know finishing that game and having to get up again and you know, get back to that intensity, it it, it does take its toll. Um, I didn't do it you know twenty odd times like like Josh has, but I did it enough to know um, that it, it's it's physically demanding and it's mentally demanding and. You know, to think now they've got two, you know, rock star players in in Josh Papali'i and, and Jackie Boy Whiten, yeah, who are now, you know, wholly and solely focused on club football for the rest of the year. Man, that's, that's yeah. Origin time is a hard time for some clubs, and yep. you take those two players out of that Canberra rated side, mm-hmm. that makes a big difference.
3: Uh, I think Ricky would have a nice little smile on his face oh, yeah. when he heard that news today. Let's go on to something now. This this story comes with a warning, uh, rat. We'll be yelling at clouds when we talk about uh, Luciano Leilua. The stand-down condition has been dropped effective immediately after criminal charges were withdrawn at Campbelldown Court today. Now, Leilua has been added to the extended bench for the Cowboys game against the Tigers. As the NRL Integrity Unit investigates if any of their own rules have been broken before the back rower can play again. Now... You've got a very strong view on this.
4: I'm furious that that the NRL are are now looking to see if he's broken any rules of them, so that they can stop him from playing. the The charges have been dropped, withdrawn. He like what? Well, what well, they haven't had the last six months to do that, yeah. But they've had six months,
3: probably longer,
4: longer to investigate the situation. You know what unfolded. You know what what rules have been broken, and now the opportunity comes him to get back into what he loves doing he's not been able to do his job he's not been able to you know play the game that he loves and look I, granted I get it but there, there are no charges they're, they're, they're done um, so why why, haven't, why why hasn't the
3: NRL why, like it's just done an investigation before this? it
4: should have been done before this yeah like they're not gonna they're not going to all of a sudden bring up new criminal charges against him like no. if, if he if you feel he's brought the game into disrepute enough that he needs to be stood down haven't you done that haven't you done that for the last how many weeks? Yeah, like I don't know. I, I just think it's it's the NRL trying to do the old like oh you know we're holier than thou and uh, yeah just a frustration. Oh, so
3: is it all about reputation for the NRL? Yeah,
4: that's what it is. It's it's, like, it's, we we need to be seen like we're doing the right thing when they mate, could
3: when they could have sent out a release today going. Uh, the charges have been cleared. And this was an NRL release, mm. by the way, that landed in boxes. inboxes. Mm. We've also conducted our own investigation and we've cleared him as well.
4: Yep. Or we haven't cleared yep. him.
3: whatever that it Whatever just, that is.
4: It just creates a more, uh, another cloud hanging over his head, over the yep. Cowboys' head, over the Games' head. And, you know, he misses out? The fans seeing him play. A couple of other quick things before we go to a break. Uh, the Eels have extended Mitch Moses
3: for five years until the end of 2026 with a two-year option. Now... I'm wondering if that's five years inclusive of the two-year option, or another two years on that. He he's going to finish his career at the Eels, right? Mm. But oh, I I don't know, Rat. I don't know about you, but I mean, as a player, former player, you would love a two-year oh, option uh, in your favour. Beautiful. You know, it means yeah. you don't even have to be informed. You well, get well paid millions. I mean, you, but, you
4: get you get to the end of that deal. If you're playing like a busted, you accept it. And if you're playing amazing, and you can get more money, then you hot, you know, you. You've, you've got the club bent over a barrel.
3: It goes against everything else you hear, and Sats talks about it, you talk about it, I've talked about it on the show. You, it's amazing. When players come to their last year in a deal, all of a sudden, they play great footy because they want another deal, whether it's with the existing club or whether it's with another club. And I'm going to use David Fafida this year as an example. He's eating the right things. He's gotten himself super fit. Also happens to be the last year of his current deal
4: i uh, i i i will I will disagree with you he's a twenty three year old young man who's just learning now what it needs to what it means to be a so it's, coincidence. it's, yeah, a, it's that, a coincidence that that one okay. I believe it is yeah i mean but it happens a lot right it, it does happen from time to time you see guys geez, they're playing well this year oh oh they're up for a contract um you, you know what frustrates the hell out of me is you know when I played is you'd see players going through the motions because you know, let, let's be honest, for, for, for most of these guys, uh, well, pretty much for every one of these guys, football's probably always come pretty easy to them. Yeah. They've always been good. You know, there's not too many players nowadays that, you know, they were crap their whole life and all of a sudden they're really good. Like, they've been good their whole life. So, football comes easy to them. So, when they get themselves into a position where they're making the money they want to make, it's easy just to sit back and, you know, not, not do that you know, extra training session or not stay back and do your extras of training or not be the first one there and stretching and doing your rehab or your prehab. Um, that used to really annoy me uh, with with players that were in my squad. And, and, and more often than not, to be honest, when I saw players like that, they were the players that didn't really last, you know, extended periods of time. But you get it from time to time and then you see these players all of a sudden they have this breakout year in their final year of their yeah, contract. Yeah, but it, yeah. it's not as often... I, I know. Yeah. I, I can think of
3: a player living in southeast Queensland exactly like that. I'm not going to mention his name because so
4: it's not nice. <laughs> Matt Rogers. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Scott yeah. Sala. Anyway. <laughs> hey, uh,
3: and before we go to the break, Qatar have expressed interest in hosting the 2025 Rugby League World Cup. If you've just, um, if you've just, I guess joined the news, uh, France have given it back. They don't want it because they can't afford it.
4: Oh, Qatar can afford it. But who's going to Qatar? Mate. Waste of time. Forget it. Have it in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, you know, no, the,
3: no, you, I know where it should be. The well, States. If you want to promote the game of Rugby League.
4: Yeah, well, it would be better taking States. it there than taking two rounds of, of, of the NRL at the start of the year. <sighs> two games. Two, two games. You, you know, you would have a consistent flow of games for six weeks. And Pete Villandes, The players would love to do it. The absolutely. players would want to put on a good show. USA automatically. Qualify. Qualify.
3: If you want to promote the game of Rugby League in the United States, that's what you do. You go if you're World Rugby. I don't know who World Rugby the League interna- is. The
4: international game's just not that strong. Though. There'd be a lot of lopsided games. That'd be the tough thing. They do like, they do like a lot of points being scored in, in the sports over there, though.
3: But yeah. if who runs International Rugby League, by the way? Rugby League. That <laughs> yeah. get, bloke. Get, go over to the States and beg them. Beg them to host the Rugby League World Cup. Mm. they can keep the profits you fund it mm. they keep the profits and if, if you want you to think make they're
4: going to be profits in the Rugby League World Cup in the US if you get a bunch of <laughs> it's Aussie it's in so English no them. no
3: if you get a bunch of Aussie in well, English I, tourists the, the one
4: thing that would happen is a lot of people would travel for that yeah they wouldn't travel to Qatar
3: i pack the kids into Disneyland mm. and I'll bugger off to Vegas to watch rugby league. Oh, that I
4: assuming that it's in Vegas.
3: Oh, I'll, t- I'll go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't worry about that. Uh, what are your thoughts? 0457 736 736. Let's get to a break. This is Sports Day. Dolphins assistant coach Christian Wolf joins us next. It's a day.
2: The award winning seven seat Kia Sorrento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.
3: Stefane shakes on the He's over! Now it's
2: It's a wonderful win. Nothing they do should be surprising. The Dolphins of Redcliffe.
0: Well, they have surprised a lot in the first half of the NRL season. The Dolphins in the first 11 rounds. But probably not this man. And that is a uh, former multiple premiership winning coach for St. Helens and in the UK Super League. And now Dolphins assistant coach, Christian Wolf is on the line for Sports Day. How are you, Christian? You good? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. And yourself?
4: Yeah, really well. Yeah, mate, you've certainly got the fans. Um, they're firing. You've got a lot of momentum behind you. I mean, i got to ask, who reached out to you about you becoming, firstly, the assistant, and then the man taking over when Wayne finishes up? It's, a, it's some huge shoes to fill. It was Wayne who contacted
5: me first. Uh, that was going back to, I think, February last year. Um, you know, he sort of gave a phone call out of the blue and uh, that was our first discussions about it. And there was many more after that before things were finalised. But, um, yeah, it was Wayne who did that.
4: Yeah, oh, nice one. Mate, that's a, that's a huge wrap. Mate, you're sitting in six. You've got six wins, four losses. Now, you must be proud of what the club's achieved this season. Are you? Uh, did you expect to be sitting here or, or is there a, a, an element of surprise to it? Well, there's no surprise. Um, yeah, we didn't really know
5: who we were as a team or what to expect to be honest, it but what we did know was yeah, we had a group that worked really hard through a pre-season and, and everyone thinks they worked hard and everyone's happy with themselves through a pre-season but yeah, we, we did see um, our know, group come together really well and we did see a group that bought into every challenge that we threw at them and certainly bought into the physical challenges that we threw at them and yeah, they're also a really honest sort of group that with each other's company, and uh, we we tend to do our training sessions early in the morning, and uh, that was my first impression of the group. I, I came in a little bit late after the World Cup, and my first impressions of the group were, you know, every time I turned up in the morning, there's a smile on the face, it's a real enjoyment, a real buy into hard work, and yeah, that's why it's not a surprise. And as I said, we didn't we didn't really know how many games that was going to win it. Uh, but it wasn't a surprise in terms of how hard we worked and how much, how hard we were
0: going to compete. And we knew we were going to give ourselves a good chance every week, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah well, two coaches love hard work, both yourself and Wayne. Before you come to the club, is there a player, Wolfie, that you didn't know much about before you arrived? You knew their name, didn't know much about them in the way they play or what their tra- training values are like that's really impressed you or surprised you?
5: There's been a few, to be honest. And, you know, I've been away for three years. Uh, you know, you're always watching from afar. And I, I used to certainly get up and watch the well in the mornings over there and uh, keep an eye on it. And, and you're always talking to people back here. But you do lose that little bit of contact and that little bit of touch with young players coming through. So uh, there's been a number of them. But the, the guy who's probably impressed me the most that I really didn't know much about at all has been Jeremy Marshall Kent. I think he's been... He's been outstanding, and uh, I knew he was a good attacking footy player. I, I didn't realise he defended as well as he does, and you know, his all-round game was as good as it is. And, um, you know, in the first couple of you know, weeks, I suppose, me coming into the group and, and seeing him through the pre-season, it became evident really quickly
0: just how good a player he was, and he certainly backed that up since we got into playing. Yeah, he's always the Bulldogs' best, I thought, week in, week out. Always a really good signing. Now... Talk about senior players and how important they are to any playing group. Wolfie. Well, for you, how much input did the senior players, like the Bromiches and Kalfusi's and Mark Nichols and Co., how much do they have with the coaches? You guys preparing through the preseason? Well, they were brought in for a reason, and, and you know that was their experience and what they can do on the field, but also the fact that
5: they can provide genuine leadership for a, you know, what is a young group and what's a very new group and. That's an easy thing to expect of, um, of older players. We expect them to be leaders and you know, lead by their example and lead in the right way. Um, but these those brothers have come in and actually done that. And I've been really impressed with the way they've done that. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to deal with police recruiting in a number of uh, different teams, um, you know, over a long period. So I was, I was pretty familiar with what I thought he'd bring. Uh, but I didn't really know the other three outside of what I've seen footy-wise and, and they've been really impressive and they've done exactly what they're asked to do in terms of being leaders, leading by example and uh, really showing the other younger players and, and setting a bit of a culture with the younger players and the new players and uh, you know helping them create what, what, what we're seeing at the moment and obviously that's something that we want to continue.
4: Yeah, mate, I've I got to ask you about this one particular player. He's a favourite of mine, and I know every team, a successful team, they've got their fair share of lunatics in the team. Now, Tommy Gilbert, is he certifiably <laughs> crazy? He is an absolute <laughs> weapon on the field and just looks like he's got no off button when he's out there.
5: Oh, look, I, I love I love everything that Tommy brings. Yeah. Um, you know, what you see on the field is what you get. He, he plays the, an intention that other blokes don't play at and He's relentlessly tough. Um, you know, he's willing to put his head where other players aren't, and that's how he trains as well. And you know, it's certainly uh, you know what he tries to lead in terms of training with the group. So he's a great bloke to be involved with, and he is a player that I did know a little bit about. Uh, he's a young player coming through at the Cowboys when I was coaching the and Spent a little bit of time at the Blackhawks, So uh, when I heard that he's signed to the Dolphins, he a guy that I was really excited
0: about. And, uh, he hasn't disappointed at all. So I love everything that he's about. He's a special oh, kid, yeah. I
4: love him.
0: Now, working with Wayne Bennett, Wolfie, you know your own philosophies. You've got your own coaching philosophies. Is there something that you've adopted that you'll probably use moving forward that you've learnt from him? Um, yeah, it'll be plenty of little things that that you pick up you know, probably on a daily basis, to be honest, um, that
5: you know, I think are, are things that you can use in, in your or I can use in my own coaching and um, you know, it's especially good in terms of how he deals with the team and how he deals with individuals and how he keeps people accountable. And, and there's a number of things that you know, I've had the privilege of seeing firsthand there. That, as I said, I'll, I'll certainly use in my own coaching. And uh you know, I don't think our philosophies aren't too far apart. We both uh, value similar things. We both value similar things in players and certainly drive similar things with the teams. But uh, his experience. And his uh, success speaks for itself, so um, yeah, that was part of the attraction of coming
0: back here. I wanted to see what he does firsthand, hand and um, you know, I'm getting a great experience there. Yeah, he cares about his players, doesn't he? Uh, now, is he still having afternoon naps, Wayne, or do you have to wake him up in the afternoon, or is he... <laughs> hey? No,
5: look, I've uh, I've heard plenty of things about that, but uh, <laughs> I haven't actually seen one yet, so... Um, <laughs> Uh, every now and then he disappears. I'm not sure if he goes and does that you know, without us being out of state, but it's, uh, it's not something I've experienced
0: for just yet. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job as well. Both you and, and Wayne Bennett and the and the and the, and the team are, are doing a tremendous job, sitting six at the moment, uh, coming into round 12, playing the Storm of, in Indigenous Round this weekend at Suncorp Stadium. And Christian Wolf, assistant coach of the Dolphins, thanks for taking time out and joining us on Sports Day, mate. No worries at all. Thank you for having me.
2: The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it live
3: from Suncorp Stadium as we count down. Kick-off for SCN League Thursday night. Broncos taking on the Panthers. Look at that beautiful Indigenous Broncos jersey in the middle of the
4: field right now. That's cool. It, it, is, it is looking fantastic out here at uh, Suncorp. As the fans start to stream in, she's they're pouring in, aren't they? Certainly our 32,000 expected, which is a good crowd for a Thursday night in Brisbane. I'm not really concerned about the crowd coming in to watch your footy. I'm just more worried about the nachos I wanted to get from downstairs. There's going to be a huge queue now.
3: Rats and I, Rat and I have both finished a hot dog. In the break. <laughs> And, and scoffed it, and it's, it's stuck. Not, it's, it's not enough. It's, it's not stuck. Enough. In, it's stuck <laughs> in between my ample breasts at the moment. So we'll work that out. Hmm. A warm up seg uh, segment now for Reem Manufacturing in Australia for over eighty years. The Broncos and Panthers uh, played tonight here at Suncorp Stadium. Before we get into like the matchups and the teams and the crap stats, we have a good look at the ground when they turn the lights on early. And, and geez, it
4: Suncorp doesn't look good, does it? patchy. Certainly patchy. That last day of magic round, that heavy, really heavy downpour we had for about half an hour, just before the second to last game, and um, yeah, it, it's torn it up. I, yeah, it's not a great looking field at the moment. Um, yeah, hopefully it's 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 um, yeah, it's bound tightly together, and we don't see a lot of slipping. But it, it has been, yeah, it has been a little um, loose underfoot uh, for all the rounds this year. I've noticed from round one. So, you know, when you've got guys like Reese Walsh in your team, it's the last thing you want is a, yeah. is a shifting ground because yeah. you, know, you rely on that heavy step, you know, if you're right or left foot. And if that ground's giving away, you just, you know, you lose all, all the advantage you would gain by um, stepping players. So, I, um, when you're on your backside, anyway.
3: Ed Sheeran, we're looking at you for buggering mm. up the surface mm. of uh, Suncorp Stadium. Um, Broncos got one over the Panthers in round one by a point 13 12. Adam Reynolds, of course, is out as he recovers from Nick soreness from that storm game where he face-planted <laughs> the ground. It, um, it was serious, though. He was, oh, he, man, he I'm, not, laugh. I'm
4: not laughing, but you see some things on the rugby league field day that you just have a little bit of a chuckle about. And, you know, those ones where guys are you know, diving for the ball and their hands get caught behind them and they face uh, into the ground, they do the full scorpion, legs over the back and yep. kick himself in the back oh. of the head. Um, yeah, I'm sure we could make a montage of that for a bit of a giggle, but... Um, yeah, look, uh, uh, without Adam Reynolds tonight, the, the Broncos um, are calling on young Jock Madden to stand up, and it's it's a big test for him. Uh, up against, you know, arguably the best halfback in the game at the moment and, um, and a very strong forward pack that will lay a platform for him to perform. John Cartwright,
3: Carty, uh, the assistant coach at the Broncos, was on the run home earlier today, uh, and he had this to say about Jock Madden.
5: I think he got a game a couple of weeks ago uh, when Ezra couldn't play. So I think he's more of a halfback. He likes to sort of dominate a bit more. And I think that was a little bit difficult when he played alongside Renos. I think tonight he gets a real good chance to show uh, himself as a number seven. And if that uh, pans out the way we hope it will, it'll just let Ezra play the role that he's done so well um, right throughout the year.
3: You agree with him, uh, Matt? He's got to take the game. Um, well, that's his
4: job, Jase. Like, his job in the number seven jersey is to get out there and, and be the general, control the game, um, You know, play it smart, use his forwards, tell him where to be, tell him where he wants them, and not be intimidated by that. Um, he's got some big names in that forward pack um, that he's got to steer around the park. Um, and if he doesn't do it, he's not doing his job. So I want to see him out there. I don't want to see him you know, take the lead, let Ezra play his loose sort of freewheeling sort of role, use Ezra's running game, and let him be the one that's you know, steering the ship. Uh, if he can do that, I mean, I mean, look, Adam Reynolds has been in fantastic form this year, but if he can do that, he's got a forward pack that can certainly match the Penrith forward pack. And then it's just a matter of him getting the ball in good position, and, uh, you know, giving his outside backs early ball. When you've got the likes of Herbie Farmworth, who's been in great yep. try-scoring form. Jesse Arthur, Selwyn Cobbo, Katoni Staggs. You know, I mean, those guys, you just want to get them early ball. Put a bit of shape on the edges, get them guys early ball and give them some space. And, yep. you know, look, I, I, I think, you know, in my opinion that, you know, I think Penrith might be a little bit too good for him tonight. Um, just based on the class of the halves pairings, I think there's, you know, J- Jerome Lewi... I think he'd have a bit of a chip on his shoulder. He always seems to play with a chip on his shoulder. But I think mm. all this talk about Nico Hines and him being the incumbent in New South Wales number six. I think coming up here to Brisbane, I think it'll be you know something you'll want to put an exclamation mark by this.
3: Just just on the Panthers unchanged. They whacked the Roosters 48 4 last week. Uh, the only out is Spencer Linu, who's um, mm,
4: well, he's still recovering from <laughs> his I just I cringe ruptured
3: testicle. Didn't lose it. No, he ruptured it. Now, oh. he and his testicles. And finished
4: training, apparently.
3: Yeah. Oh, you've got to admire that. How tough is that? Yeah, pretty tough. He and his testicles should be back by round 14. <laughs> uh, that is the good news there for the Panthers. Let's talk about some of the key matchups Walsh versus Edwards. I, I still say Edwards is the most underrated player. Well, not the most underrated player, but probably. I reckon he's two or three in fullbacks in the league. I think – I reckon he's better than Teddy, and I love Teddy. Well,
4: well, Teddy right now – he's better than Teddy right now. I thought he was better than Teddy last year. And if Teddy isn't the captain of New South Wales and he's just playing fullback and – Well, he will be the captain of New South Wales. I know that. Don't be stupid. But but would you pick Edwards. On his no, for, his no, form. because you, what New South
3: Wales have to do, don't do this. You, you bloody Queenslanders Edwards. do this you know, all I the mean, time. I,
4: like no, I'd pick. You in, should pick. Stop yelling. You should pick <laughs> the players that are in form. You know. No, that's...
3: don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. You Queenslanders go then. Oh, you know the problem Still is with New South mate. Wales. They only go on the form players. We stick and we pick and stick. No, Teddy deserves to be no, captain. No, we of we, New we South pick Wales. and stick
4: with players when we win. You, you, you pick and stick with players when you lose. That's not the what idea. A load of rubbish.
3: Poor old Freddie. What's he going to do? Change the team? He gets crucified. <laughs> anyway, Walsh Edwards. What a great matchup! Oh, That'll match be. Great matchup.
4: Uh, I'm I'm really excited about the, these battles we're going to see in the forwards, though. Jason.
3: Haas versus Fisher Harris. Fisher Mate, Harris that, is that an is, animal.
4: Uh, that is a battle of <laughs> the titans, and and. Yeah, you, know, you, you think about the next one that you're about to mention, Leota versus Flegler. Flegler's been a little bit of a forgotten man in this origin. He hasn't been uh, talked about as you know the uh, you know a, a, a key front rower like. Are you serious? Well, 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 not like, not like they say you know or Tino and Pup, Big Papa. You know, like not like um, you know they talk about Carrigan in the middle. Flegler's sort of been, uh, he's got a bit to prove, I think, and now that. Big Papa, he's he's retired from rep Footy. I think he's gonna come out here and he's gonna he's made for Origin, don't get me wrong. But his name hasn't been bandied around in the middle as much as your Tino's and your your pain husses for New South Wales and Horsburgh. your and your mainstays. Yeah. And they're talking about oh, you know, Hawesborough, it's would like, yeah. be like, What? Yeah, no, I mate,
3: as a blues supporter, I fear Flagler at state of origin. He's he's
4: he has no filter. And then of course there's Capewell versus Martin. Well, two you know edge players. Martin's coming off the bench, but but they'll come up against each other, yep. there's no doubt, but but Martin coming back last week to get game time, he'll get some more game time. He's got next week to play. He'll be, he'll be fit, fighting fit and ready to go for origin. He just needs to get a few good runs under his belt and and tonight is a night where he can test himself against yep. you know some Queenslanders and some of the best players in the game. Um, this is a this is, I mean, this is obviously, you know, a great strategy by the NRL to put this game on now, knowing full well there's going to be some New South Wales players and Queensland players going head-to-head, you know, in prime time. And, and I'm really excited about seeing uh, this battle unfold tonight. Um, who wins and why? Look, I, I just, I think... I think the, the... I think the Panthers win just based on the, the, the class of Cleary... And the fact that Luai really wants to put a stamp on this game to solidify his spot in the number six jersey for New South Wales. Now, there's probably plenty of people listening going, mate, he's going to be the sixth for New South Wales. Yeah, but, you know, what you want to do is you want to have no doubt in anyone's mind that it's your position. Hmm. I remember, you know, coming up against Adam McDougall back in the day when we're talking about an Australian team and... You know, I was out there to have the game of my life because I didn't want him even thinking about Adam McDougal. I, I just wanted him thinking about me. And yeah. this is an opportunity for him to do that tonight.
3: Okay. Um, what's, the, what's the difference in the score?
4: Uh, I, I think they'll win by 10 to 12, the, the, the Panthers. Okay, I, I so 11? So well, I, I don't think it's going to be 13 plus. I do. I Dude. think Reynolds is a massive out.
3: And you've got Cleary, Luai starting to find some form. Yeah, I, I think uh,
4: they're starting to adjust. The adi- The attitude's important tonight, Jason. What I mean by the attitude, it's like, you know, if the game starts to get away, do, do does either team drop their bundle and, and it becomes a blowout? Similar to what we saw last okay. week with, with the Panthers against the Roosters. Yep. I think there's the, we're too close to origin. Um, you know, Adam Reynolds doesn't make the tackles, all the tackles for his team. That's yep. attitude. Yep. And that's, okay. you know, committing to, you know, what you need to do to... In, in defence, and, and I think that the Broncos will do that tonight, okay. But I just think Penrith will be a little bit too good. Panthers by 16
3: for me, guys. Broncos can't win without Reynolds. See how many times tonight Brisbane don't finish off the set with a kick in the corner, they will get caught out on the last tackle multiple times. That's from Rocco, Keith, and Chan. That's actually a serious text from those boys. Tonight. Um, <laughs> well, but, well, he makes a good point, Jace. Like, which one, Rocco, Keith, or Chan? Uh, yeah, I think it's the three guys. Keith Chen. I, I think <laughs> that's the three guys off travel guides. Right.
4: <laughs> right. So. Well, well, well. Uh, Adam Reynolds' kicking game is is has been brilliant this year. Um. Well, Jock Madden's got a lot to live up to. Okay.
3: Uh thank you, Rat. That's our warm-up segment for ream. Hot water needs replacing. Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. Break time when we come back. Chris Nelson with a racing Queensland update here. <laughs>
2: Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year.
3: Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, remember, you win some and you lose more. Chris Nelson uh, joining us now. Rats and Nelson, a uh, big weekend of racing around the southeast. Uh, Doomben Cup this weekend, mate.
1: Exactly. Uh, good afternoon to you, Jace and uh, Maddie. It's going to be a big weekend of racing at Doomben. Zaki. Going for another Doomben Cup. He's won two. Well, he's won one of the last two. Didn't win last year. He's beaten uh, as a short-priced favourite. But he'll, he'll be looking to make amends and make it two from the past three to match his three straight Hollandals. He's not a bad horse, is he? No, no. no. So How's I know that?
4: you sounded surprised when you said hello to me then because I know I'm, I don't normally work this hard. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> four days in a row. Yeah, how, hard <laughs> in <the> <laughs> get, how hard is Zaki going to have to work <laughs> to win this race? Because it's my bet for the punters club. And and I'm thinking that I need to put him in in an all-up
1: with something else. So
4: is this a a good bet for me?
1: I think it is. I do. I mean, people will tell you that he only won by a small margin when he won the Hollandale. Well, he did. That's true. But he worked for the first 450 metres of the race. He was three weeks between runs. And he was going 1,400 to 1,800, having come from one state to another. So it was a good performance Mm. to win. And those two that got close to him, they had soft runs. They just had the last crack and they couldn't get past. So yep. I can't see any of those turning the tables. Kovaleek is obviously an interesting runner. Missed that run last week. Goes around here and then if all goes well, backs up into the derby next week. But on paper, there's only Zaki and his stablemate uh, to go forward here, New Merion. That's it on the map. So he should get across, sit outside the lead or in front. And from there, Maddie, I think you'll be counting your money.
3: Hey, Nelson, any of my boom horses racing this weekend? Are You and your booms. Uh,
1: Golden boom. Oh, oh that's the come good on. one.
3: Come on. Be- this will be the boom. second up. Yeah. Second up?
1: Yeah, he had the run first up that was really, really good in the Mick McDittman plate. He sat three wide, no cover. He did a terrific job. So he's had the freshen up. He's had a trial at Doombin recently. He just cruised home there. He looks well-placed. I liked him yesterday when doing the form and he was about $3.50. Now he's about $2.40. So, unfortunately, thanks for the call yesterday. But but he looks very well. I didn't think he'd shorten up that much, but uh, that was a bit of a shock. But, you know, you're probably getting too short now. But he might just drift out again, I'd say, golden boom. But uh, he's drawn Mm. the inside gate. Needs to kick up. Doesn't want to get shuffled back and end up three-back the fence. But all going well, I think he'll be too good for those. Race five, number four. So, he is a tip, definitely.
3: He will get halfway down the straight. He could stop for a kebab, and eat that. Mate, we're not talking have a about beer, you. We're not talking about And still win the race. <laughs> golden well, kebab. Could, I could. I don't oh, know because that's the Josh preferred eats. food, <laughs> mate. I could ride Golden Boom and it'd still win uh, by ten Mate, pounds. Now we're stretching it. I might. I might struggle with the <laughs> weights. But anyway, be quiet and say. What else can we look forward to uh, I this did. weekend? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Race four, number 16, Street Gossip, I think will run well also. Just stick with her. Uh, racing around the state on the weekend, of course, Doomben is the highlight. It's not just the Doomben Cup, but we have the Roses, which is the final race in the lead-up to the Oaks in uh, two weeks' time. The BRC Sprint. Now, that's an uh, important race for many of these because the winner of that gets a golden ticket into the Stradbroke. Uh, the Pam O'Neill for the fillies and mares and a couple of other good listed races, the Carter Stakes for the two-year-olds and the Chief De Beers. Racing around uh, Queensland, Aquas Park Gold Coast, of course, on Saturday on the Poly Track. We've got a tab meeting at Nanango. That's tough to say when you've got a bit of a cold that way. Where's Nanango, Ray? Where is Nanango?
3: You're a Queenslander, come on.
4: I don't know.
1: It's, oh, it's,
4: it's up north. Good, thanks for that.
3: Oh. Considering we're down south. Most <laughs> places are. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 up yeah.
1: North. Uh, Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. And we've got 10 races at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday afternoon, massive fields. About 178 runners there at the Sunshine Coast. So I love
3: I
4: love Sunday Arvo Sunny Coast. I love the Sunday Arvo well, Sunny Coast. It's brilliant. Racing
3: the Action <laughs> continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Nelson. Enjoy your weekend.
1: Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Cheers.
3: Radio, uh, we're about to uh, end Sports Day uh, very shortly. As uh, the young kids are out on SunCorp at the moment, the grounds ruined, and
4: they're still having kids playing footy. Right, right in the sections too. Look, <laughs> look where they look where they're worn, and that's exactly where they're playing. It's Matt Rogers is writing a letter to
3: the editor of the Courier Mail right now, complaining about this. Hey, here's a text for you: oh four five seven seven three six seven three six Dazza the Dragon. Brilliant spin to put on Pappy retiring from the Maroon Mafia. Regarding him retiring rather than being given the tap, I would have thought he was one of the first picked. Any New South Wales player that retires from State of Origin gets told it wouldn't happen in Queensland. Do you think he was given the tap on the shoulder, Matt Rogers?
4: No, no, but I, but I, I don't think he would have. Um, I think he probably just... There's a lot of pressure on his position. There's no question about that, but I don't think Queensland would have um, would have stood him down. I, I think he's made that decision, probably based on you know a number of circumstances, and one of them is he's like he probably does you know, doesn't have the energy to compete for that spot and give everything he can to Canberra.
3: Nice spin. Uh, what else is there? <laughs> oh, I've got a text here. I think it's Sporty Gav. Oh. Do you, Do you think the siafidi brothers? Are any chance of making Freddie's squad? Though. They there a couple of years ago.
4: Yeah, I'm playing on the wing too for Queensland.
3: Oh, mate, that's a bit cruel.
4: No, no, they're, can they're can good you stop players. Kicking my leg. They're, they're good G- players. There's no question about it. But I, ju- I just don't think they're going to be in his calculations this year.
3: Rightio. Uh, I think I've got some more text messages here from uh, Daddy Vass. Uh, here we go. Uh, uh, please. Danger says, "Come on, Woogie, please get stuck into that skinny little man next to you tonight. He puts you down more than when you sit on the dunny, mate." What, what, what does that mean?
4: Uh, well, let me just tell you, um, we had a good show in studio last night. No, no, no. no let's Jason move on. could have used a dunny. <laughs> All right, Maddie,
3: last one. Maddie, two-part question. If you sign a five-year deal and have a career-ending injury in the first year, are you paid yes. the remainder of the contract?
4: Really? Yes. Yeah, guaranteed money. Even sign. the even the optional two year bits. I don't think so. I, I think if you, well, sign, you just said yes, well, if you sign a five year deal. Uh, well, I guess in five years, when he's still injured, he can probably just say, "Yeah, I'd like to take that option." <laughs> <laughs> oh my I, god! I think you've got to pay, but but you, you don't. It doesn't go into your salary cap.
3: Right, yeah, we're mm. getting we're getting set for SCN League tonight. What a blockbuster a game this is! It's the Broncos yeah. taking on the Panthers here at Suncorp Stadium as we kickstart uh, Indigenous Round. And we've seen the rehearsals tonight. The fans, the 32-odd thousand fans that'll be in at Suncorp are in for a, a special treat. Core team tonight, Mark Braybrook, Matt Rogers, and Andrew McCullough, mm. who's played over 300 NRL games, is texting me saying, what level do I come to? We're basically in the clouds. Well, we're on the roof. Uh, we're a long way up. You're right. We're how's a your, long way up. How
4: was your nachos, alright? Oh, they were good. Oh, you're, yeah, i better than the hot dog. All right, okay. <laughs> Jeez,
3: what a what a. That was all in the champions. break too. Didn't miss a beat. Yeah, I know. All right, we're gonna go. This has been Sports Stuff. Thanks to Kia. Thanks for your company. Um, the Rats and Sats back on Monday nights. Goodbye.